this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. All right, uh, Tom. Um, I got. Uh, I got. I got. I got to talk to you, um, pal. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, Tony. Uh, it. It's. Um. Oh, just one second, uh, Tony. Uh, I was just getting some. Uh, some tax tips from Randy over here. Uh, is. Is it all? Okay, that's it. Okay, cool. He. He's done. What, what's up? You should probably get some like marriage advice from his brother too. <laughs> all government's evil. I mean, I don't find that hard to believe. Look, Tom. But, Tom. Yeah. Tom. I. Yeah. I feel that you will believe just about anything. That aside, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, I, I got to talk to you about some of the things that you're you're doing on set and some of the things that you're saying during shots that are ruining the shots for this movie. Okay, for the last oh. time, we are not shooting Top Gun. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on a second, there, Tony. Am I a hot shot in this movie? Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. beside the point. I mean, it, it's that kind of movie. There needs to be a, a you know a, a headstrong, cocksure, upstart. Um, and I'm not going to say the M word because I know you'll jump on it. But there needs to be somebody like that uh, for this type of movie. Oh, you you mean there's no Mavericks over here? No, I I didn't say that. Don't say that word. Stop okay. saying that word. In fact, you're ruining takes when you say that word. Tony, I I don't know what's going on. I mean, if this isn't Top Gun, what's Val Kilmer doing over there? That's not Val Kilmer. That's Michael Rooker. It, I mean, why does he answer to Val Kilmer then? Hey, Val. See, he's he, see, only, he, moved, he moved his head. He's only doing that because you're shouting in his general direction, and he thinks that Val Kilmer is showing up on the set because he's some sort of friend of yours, okay? Okay, okay. Listen, do I ride a bike in this scene, in this movie? Yes, you do. You ride a motorcycle, but it's not that movie. Does it have a, a, a kick-ass soundtrack? Of course it does. It's one of my movies, but that's beside the point. Tony, my final point is Kelly McGillis is right there. Crikey. That, that is Nicole Kidman. She is from Australia. You recommended her by name. I, 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 Kelly McGillis. You know what? You know, I'm going to say this. Also, uh, John, John C. Riley asked me personally – can you get him to stop calling me Anthony? Because I'm not Anthony Edwards. Also, he was a little upset when you told him to get greased up for the beach volleyball scene. There's no beach volleyball scene in this movie. Tony, it's a part of the movie. We shot the scene. It took it took four hours. No, it didn't. And what? And that's why John C. Riley is this close to walking away. All right, he is a consummate professional. You need to treat him as such. We are not shooting Top Gun. Listen, Tony, just because. You didn't have the camera on. I mean, we were shooting the scene. We we had it all out for you. We had it all ready. Look, Tom. Yeah. Okay. For the last time, this movie is called Days of Thunder. It is about NASCAR. Is that a working not... title? No. That is the title. It is about NASCAR. It is not about fighter jets or fighter pilots. Do you see Chuck Yeager anywhere around here uh, giving some sort of consultation on this? No, you don't. In fact, I, Richard I Petty was on scene the other day. You know he's not a jet fighter. You know he is a stock car driver. Tony, you know, I okay, 
I must have wronged you somehow, and I don't know what I did because you haven't given me any clues. But here's the thing. Um, that, let's just let's just call a spade a spade, and you know, let's just uh, fly into the danger zone. <sighs> Fuck it. Just let's let's roll. Just go get Duval on set. Also, that's Duval, not Tom Scarrett. Tomato, tomato. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm under pressure now. The question always comes back to me, what will they think it now? Oh, what will they think it? What will they Hey. How's it going? What's up? How much, yo? You guys, uh, you guys hearing this? Yeah. <laughs> That's how we get the energy level up to 200 when we start a podcast. Uh, this is the What Were They Thinking podcast, continuing summer flopbusters. Uh, I am Brendan. And I'm Nathan. And this week... We are talking about uh, not Top Gun, no. um, in fact, a, a very, but a very similar in many ways uh, film, uh, Days of Thunder from 1990, and director Tony Scott, her fir- his first time on this show. Although going through his filmography, it may not be his last. There may be a couple we can poke out there. <laughs> uh, but we are, again, we are not alone. We have a big lineup of guests, folks, so get ready. Because uh, we have, we're talking about a, a kind of extreme, extreme kind of sport here, NASCAR racing. Mm-hmm. Well, extremely fast and sometimes extremely boring. <laughs> oh, hot take right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. We have our guest here returning to us, our extreme sports expert, Jerrica is on the line. Hi guys, thanks for having me again. My second Michael Rooker movie. Yes. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> <laughs> After chairman of the board. <laughs> so you, I guess I guess you're just our, our Michael Rooker guest from this point going forward. Um, I don't know what else we could talk. We talk about Mallrats. Uh, <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I mean, we got to do some Michael Rooker movies. Um, he... Oh, he's been in some. He's been in some trash. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he has. I just can't think of any. <laughs> But yeah, um, Jerrica, Days of Thunder. Had you seen it before? Had you heard of it? What's what's your what are you going into this with? Um, I'd I'd always heard of it. Yeah, as like the early Tom Cruise Nicole Kidman, that's where they get together movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I had never seen it, and it turned out to be a really different movie than what I was expecting. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, go on. Well, not to, like, spoil the whole thing, but there's a minor subplot in there where he's blind for, like, three minutes, and I thought that that was actually going to be a plot point and not just basically a scene that leads to, like, sexual assault. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In a world where the blind can drive NASCAR, because really, you're only turning left for six hours. (laughs) And also, I had always heard of it as, like, I feel like I saw a poster once that had Carrie Elwes like prominently placed on it, and he is not in this movie. <laughs> Barely. The same with uh, John C. Riley. It's 
essentially glorified cameos. I don't know. I think John C. Riley's in a lot more than Carrie Ellis is. He's in the background, but is he really doing that much? Well, he's one of these, like, the, I guess, the second in command on the pit crew. So, I mean, I see him fairly, quite a bit through it, actually. I, I, I see him, but I don't think he actually does much, though. Like, he doesn't have that many lines or anything. No, but he's there for as a remote, remote, uh, sorry, <laughs> morose reminder uh, mm. for Robert Duvall's character. So I do find it funny that he's in this and Talladega Nights. Yeah, it is pretty, pretty great. Yeah, he it? like he spoofed his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Days of Thunder. The budget for this movie. Any guesses? I don't know. Simpson is Bruckheimer, so I'm guessing anywhere is north of 50 if not close to 100 oh wow that's higher than i was thinking i was thinking like 40 45. you're both you're both kind of close it's uh it was it was made for 60 million dollars yeah uh it actually made 158 million dollars at the box office but was still considered a disappointment because most of that money was made internationally but I don't is, see how that that could be a disappointment. As well, can, can you still spend the money that's made in foreign I, markets? I'm pretty sure you make less because they, 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 a certain percentage comes out of foreign markets. I still, I feel that that this movie would technically be considered a hit. <laughs> oh, by all accounts that I read, it was a disappointment for the studio. Yeah. Well, maybe it was a disappointment for Simpson and Bruckheimer because you know they're, I mean, for the longest time, just makers of gold well i mean this is the last movie they did before going off to uh hollywood studios so and joining up with uh with disney so this is it this is this kind of this was the straw that broke the camel's back they didn't like their treatment and they fucked off so days of thunder okay yep uh right off the bat we're starting off with something you wouldn't see now which is prominent shots of the confederate flag at a nascar race (laughs) No, no, because yep. it's been it's been outlawed by by NASCAR. Finally, <laughs> in 2020. Only took uh, 90 years or something. I don't know how long NASCAR has been around. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but there's like lots of prominent shots: Confederate flag, the U.S. flag. It's very America to get us uh, to get us started. Uh, and of course, um, because of the Confederate flag shots, I'm assuming you won't see this on NASFlix, which is a NASCAR movie streaming service I just made up. <laughs> we meet Rowdy Burns. Rowdy Burns. The names in this movie are fantastic. They <laughs> and and not. Uh... That much of a spoof when you know that there's a race car name named Dick Trickle. Yeah, that's so. what got me. <laughs> no, no, it's Cole, Cole Trickle, but there's a real race car driver named Dick yeah. Trickle. No, yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trick Dickle yeah. is his uh, um, Twilight Zone name. Uh, Rowdy Burns is played by Michael Rooker. He is a champion race car driver, and he's defending his title against a number of other drivers. At this point, I do notice the credit comes up that says story by Tom Cruise. And I'm like, "Uh oh, <laughs> yeah, this is his only writing credit. Yeah, I, I think he came up. Yeah, I think he came up with like the idea and then was like, hey, writers do this. I'm sure that it was. <laughs> but, but Tom, this is Top Gun. Yeah, but just make it about cars. It'll exactly. be fine. Like, there's someone else credited for story. So I'm sure Tom Cruise's um, contribution was, you know, that Top Gun movie we just made. I want to be in a car this time. 
<laughs> all, <laughs> right, wanted, Tom, all right, Tom. All right. I want to literally take the highway to the danger zone <laughs> in a car. <laughs> Um, so right off the bat, I mean, we see some racing footage. I will say I don't give really too much of a shit about NASCAR, but the cinematography for the racing stuff is very good. It's Tony Scott. It looks nice. Yeah. During the, uh, during the race, which you don't see a whole lot of, we get, we hear the commentators and they start talking about this guy named Buddy. I forget his last name, Buddy Breck something, but he was a driver who died under the mentorship of Harry Hogue. Yep. (laughs) more great names uh and we learned that uh, basically he hit a wall and uh, harry hogue was under investigation or they wanted to place him under investigation and see like what he did to that car to cause the uh to cause this gentleman to perish during the race uh harry hogue is played by robert duvall robert duvall is visited early on by uh completely gross sane... of three spirits oh sorry <laughs> yes one of which is completely sane person randy quaid well, this uh, was during his sane days. I mean, saner. Well, I mean, he, he he wasn't running off the Canada being found naked in people's bushes. So, I mean, as far as we know, I mean, Twitter wasn't around back then. So, <laughs> could have just been something that was swept under the rug. <laughs> it's kind of hard to sweep that under the rug because Twitter really wasn't around when he did that. So, <laughs> I would like to uh, I would like to see an, uh, a Saturday Night Live make good on their promise during the anniversary special where they said they were going to give Randy Quaid four minutes to just say whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's must see TV right there. Right, air that <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, I wonder what he thinks about masks. Moving on. <laughs> so. Uh, Randy Quaid is Tim Daland, and he tells Harry, he's like, Harry, I want you to build me a car. And if you build a car, I'll be able to get a driver. And Harry's like, no, I'm I'm, I'm satisfied with my down-home farming life. Now, I'll make you a deal. If I come back and build you a car, you got to promise me, you got to pinky swear that the uh, <laughs> that I won't be investigated. <laughs> Which I thought was an odd request. Well, I mean, it's... it's uh... You know, fair if you don't want to be investigated. I, I just thought that I don't know uh, how uh, Randy Quaid would get that done. I'm I'm not quite sure either. There was <laughs> there was a moment in that scene where they were talking about finding a driver, mm-hmm. and uh, Robert Duvall's like I don't know says something about where like who is this driver? And Randy Quaid says, "Take a look at him," and I thought he was referring to himself. And I was like, oh, oh my, my god, this movie's about Randy Quaid as a Randy driver? Randy Quaid, the race car driver. <laughs> Tom Cruise, just a side character. Yeah. yeah, that was the first moment where I was like, oh, this might not be what I was expecting. <laughs> Slightly less sex appeal. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. As the as woman on the podcast, I'll say there's some handsome fucking men in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Randy Quaid. No, not Randy Quaid. Robert Duvall. No, not Robert Duvall. <laughs> I mean, he's a distinguished older gentleman. You know what is funny, though, about just talking about older gentlemen? Okay. <laughs> right right now, Tom Cruise is only two years younger than Robert Duvall was when he made Days of Thunder. Wow. They, do, they have aged differently. Oh, my God. Well, it, I think the problem is Robert Duvall doesn't have all of his, all of his uh, thetans. So <laughs> that must be it. He hasn't aged as gracefully. Yeah. Yeah. He was 59 when he made this movie and Tom Cruise is currently 57. Wow. 
I mean, yeah, he looks a little older, but he's definitely not 57. Well, you know, plastic surgery will do that for a guy. Maybe. I don't know. Tom Cruise looks pretty normal. Maybe you're though. fucking maybe. He's had work done. I mean, plastic surgery or not, Robert Duvall was not jumping out of planes and doing Mission Impossible when he was 59. <laughs> That's true. Uh, don't I don't recall him doing that anyway. Um, again, Twitter wasn't around. <laughs> uh, so... He says, all right, fine. I have these deep ties to the police. I'll uh, make sure you don't get investigated. It's not the police. It wasn't the police that was investigating. It was NASCAR. I think the police would want to do something about The police that. would have gotten involved if something had been something untoward had been found. But I mean, that's what I mean. Essentially, he's like, don't investigate me because I know they're going to find something. <laughs> um, and, and we get into, I mean, the whole movie is... I was going to say we get into the very cliche moment, but the whole movie is pretty cliche. I mean, it's the pretty standard A to B story. Here's the thing. It was, uh, I suppose it probably would have been, I guess, cliched by then. But I mean, you're talking about a a Tony Scott movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, can they be considered cliches rather as opposed to like signatures in his work? I mean, I don't think he's the only one that does these, though. No, but I, I do feel that he is one of the he's the one who did it uh, the best. Well, I mean, and I just mean like I, I'm not saying it's terrible. It's just it's just funny. Like we have uh, we have uh, Randy Quaid's character, Tim, who he you know, he might know about statistics, but you don't know about damn cars like I do. Right. And then we have uh, he's like, all right, just come and see this driver. Uh, surprisingly to Jerrica, it's not going to be Randy Quaid. <laughs> he's from um, California. You mean he's a Yankee? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> he fought for the union. <laughs> As they explain, no, he's from California, so he's not really anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then Robert Duvall takes out two guns and shoots them into the sky. <laughs> so, what do you think of that, uh, Stephen? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, America. Uh, so Rowdy shows up, of course, Michael Rooker. He's very hesitant about giving up his car for a test drive by Harry's new driver, who is none other. Then Cole Trickle, a hotshot played by Tom Cruise. Not unlike every other 80s and 90s role that Tom had, like a hotshot pilot, a hotshot pool shark, a hotshot bartender, a hotshot who goes to a weird sex club, a hotshot Vietnam veteran, a hotshot sexy vampire, and of course, a hotshot asshole with an older autistic brother. I I think you lost the track on a few of those. Nope, it all checks out. All Sam. All Sam. Uh, and when Tom Cruise shows up, everybody is pretty much like, ew, a city boy. That and, entrance, though, the who is this driver? I'll <laughs> turn and look as he like drives up on his motorcycle, sunglasses on, no helmet. Take your breath away. Wrong movie, Sorry. Tom. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, and Harry, uh, Robert Duvall is essentially like, by God, I know a race car driver when I see one, and he ain't a race car driver. But Cole Trickle fools everyone by actually uh, going around the track in less time than Rowdy. So they're a little, uh, they're a little impressed by him. And it's at this point where we kind of meet uh, John C. Riley very briefly, playing the son of the gentleman who uh, had died in the crash, or we, that we heard that died in the crash earlier. Yes. Um, so this all comes together very quickly. Cole is like, listen, build me a car and I'll win you Daytona next year. Smash cut to 
building a car and then Tom Cruise doing horrible in like five races in a row. <laughs> oh, the uh, yeah, the uh, the awful montage. <laughs> yeah, where we learn that rubbing is racing. Rubbing is racing. I also have that in my notes. <laughs> Uh, uh, also, uh, an, an indictable offense. Check that off. Just so as you know. Was <laughs> that? Also, it's also an indictable offense. Oh, oh, ramming the car in front of you? No, rubbing. Oh, oh. depending <laughs> on where you do it and who it's to. <laughs> Still not allowed back in the states. Ask before you rub. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like he has a Phoenix, Tennessee. So he's doing pretty bad overall. And at one point. Uh, he's coming around and he's about to go in the pit. And I guess Robert Duvall's big joke is that they're all eating ice cream. And they're like, yeah, we can't take you to the pit. We're enjoying this ice cream. And I'm like, I guess that's a funny joke. But what if he was, <laughs> what if he was like, I'm about to like, you know, crash my car if I don't go in the pit right now. And they're like, ha ice cream. But instead he pulls into the pit and then gets out of his car to kick Robert Duvall's ass. <laughs> he tries to beat the shit out of him. Well, I mean, it's it's supposed to it's supposed to illustrate the um, contentious yet playful uh, relationship that they have. Well, because at first, this... Robert Duvall is definitely not on board with uh, with old uh, Cole Trickle because well, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to listen to anything. Yeah, I think at this point, at, in the beginning, it's more contentious. I don't think there's any playfulness quite yet, but it does get a little playful as we go on. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this next scene has my favorite line in the whole movie. Uh, Ooh, I'm intrigued. Now. I wonder if it's the one that I have written in my notes now. I bet it is. <laughs> well, Rand, Randy Quaid is, uh, is pissed because they keep losing races and he comes in to talk to, uh, Tom Cruise and, uh, Robert Duvall. I just interchangeably switch between their characters and the actors names, but he says, listen, and I'm pretty sure he says, I've been kissing sponsors in the ear out there. And I was like, yes. that's gross. Well, it's supposed to be whining. He's supposed to be kind of uh, seducing them to nope. sponsor his, uh, you know, his car. Don't, don't care for that imagery. Oh, you're such a prude. Kissing them in the ear. That's disgusting. Yeah, you're disgusting. Anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Crikey. Right? Thanks, thanks Nicole. <laughs> and he says... My favorite line, we looked like a monkey fucking a football out there. <laughs> Patty thought that was pretty great, too. Which, yeah. uh, apparently... Is a thing? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, maybe, it probably is a thing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a very specific Pornhub channel. <laughs> I think that Brent's got a subscription. Oh, probably. <laughs> um, no, but this is a thing that, like... Apparently, it's a little bit historic because in a PG-13 movie, which this is, you can use the word fuck like once, twice, sometimes three times. But one of their kind of unwritten rules is that when you use it in a sexual context, they don't allow it like, or they, or it's automatically an R. So I guess I read uh, I read up one of the trivia items that this is one of the very few times the word fuck is used in a sexual context in a PG-13 movie. OK, so good on you, Tony Scott. You Story fool. credit by Tom Cruise. Story credit, yeah, exactly. He's like, you put that fuck in there. Don't worry about that about the MPAA. I'll I'll grease the wheels. <laughs> you know, uh, in in that uh, I will get the Church of Scientology to make them put make a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, that's 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 the, it. Yeah, that's what he means. That's yeah. the Scientology dictionary definition. 
So eventually Cole and uh, Harry have a heart to heart and Cole's like, listen, I don't know shit about cars. <laughs> I honestly loved that revelation though. Ruby's just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've been I've been racing for you for a while now. I think it's just time that I'm honest. Cards I, on the table. I, I haven't understood a word you've said to me since we met. Listen, I know I came in specifically for the job of race car driver, but I don't know what I'm doing. So Harry is like, oh, I got the upper hand now. I can see your vulnerability. I guess we're kind of friends now. And he's like, listen, you're going to you're going to discover that my methods are better. You're going to do whatever it is, 50 laps the way you want to do it. And then we're going to do 50 laps the way I want to do it. And lo and behold, the way that Robert Duvall wants him to do it, his tire is in perfect condition. Yes. I've written down a real ass ripping. I'm not sure what that's from. Well, just, Someone says that. Oh, I, I thought it was the the, uh, it's the 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 actual yelling at that uh, we get from the two of them because they they do have quite the tête-à-tête before they uh, actually settle down and be like, look, I don't know shit about driving, and then they actually come to a quiet détente. <laughs> That's yes, they do. I, I I still can't get over that revelation. That's such a good scene. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Look, I know I've been teaching your class, but I actually don't know anything about math. <laughs> Can you imagine if that had been a scene in Top Gun? Listen, I know I'm up there flying these jets. I think i got to be honest with you. I'm just smashing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think you should have slightly more knowledge than if you're someone who doesn't play video games trying Mortal Kombat for the first time. <laughs> I did note several times the uh, the erasing that he does during the awful montage uh, is exactly how I play Gran Turismo. <laughs> just all over the road. Just all over the road, smashing into other cars, just trying to get to the finish line. Yep. Um, but this time, he's in a race, and Harry says, listen, you got my word. Just, just do what I'm telling you, and uh, you don't need to go in the pit. I put on these special tires on your car, and you'll be just fine. And... I'm going to say I don't know if I would take someone completely at their word, knowing that there's a possible pending investigation going on. <laughs> but he does. And he wins a race. And then he finds out, of course, that Harry was full of shit and there's no special tires. And he's basically like, yes, son of a bitch, you nearly killed me, you silly old man. <laughs> but they finally get a sponsor out of it. so. Oh, yeah, they get Mellow Yellow, don't they? <laughs> yes, that's one of them anyways. But the, no, the first one they, they get, I think, is oh, it's it's like Power Flow engine oil or something like that. Chick Fil A. No, no, it wasn't that. I noted <laughs> it because it just because of the flow, and I was like, oh, I, I'm try. I looked forever to trying to fear, find a period joke in there, but I just couldn't make it happen. <laughs> yeah, nothing leaked out. Nothing at all. No, no, okay. it, was, it was all clogged up. So they go to celebrate. Yeah, they go to celebrate. They have and... road escorts. <laughs> oh my god, this was crazy. So Cole, Cole gives his backstory too, because he's like, yeah, I was on a, you know, my father was like the owner before, and he went to jail, so I lost my ride and I lost everything. And I gotta say, he looks like such a badass rebel because he's got a downturned baseball cap and a jean jacket. <laughs> my god, <laughs> look out, America! Calm down there, Brendan. <laughs> uh thank god we're not on video <laughs> but um 
We also get John C. Riley opening up and talking about his uh, his his father who died, and Harry is quickly like, "Oh, I think he probably had a heart attack before he hit the 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 thing and crashed. It's fine." <laughs> yep. And yeah, and then yes, the road escorts. This scene was wild. <laughs> I at first, okay, so I don't know if you guys have seen Little Italy. Yes, I have. I was so in that movie, a cop sexually assaults. Hayden Christensen and that's what I thought was going on here <laughs> and that was also what I thought one of your favorite lines might have been when she like grabbed his penis <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's up it's on the list that was wild to me yeah like, well yeah because he's like my, I mean maybe it was obvious but like my first question was okay so are they all state troopers except for the girl <laughs> because they it should is, probably. It, all it is the South. It is uh, technically, I guess it would probably be actually the early or late 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASCAR drivers. Yeah, I, I could see the uh, the cops wasting taxpayer dollars being in on a joke like that. Okay, because I was going to say that is a lot of cops to yep. be doing this prank. <laughs> yeah. Um, because essentially, yeah, they think they, they, it seems like they're getting pulled over, but then uh, the female cop comes over and uh starts like getting tom hanks uh, tom hanks what the fuck <laughs> this would be a very different movie ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop touching my waiter <laughs> when she gets uh tom cruise to spread him and she's like feeling him up and then she like grabs a handful and i'm like okay some talks about his concealed weapon and and at first, I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is a, a joke so that Tom Cruise can be like, actually, that's my dick. And she gets all embarrassed and everything. But no, she just she just wants that dick. And uh, <laughs> it turns out uh, it's all been a fun little prank. So I guess they called the state troopers while they were on the road and like, OK, we're coming up on the we're coming up on you right now. Start following us. <laughs> yeah. It's a I don't know. intricate I don't know why you find it. Find yeah, it. It's, it's super intricate. It is. Um, but, you know, if it, it's one thing that um, you know, Southern race cars take seriously, it's horse. <laughs> My other question was, I thought they were all impersonating police officers. I'm like, that's another issue altogether. But I guess there are state troopers. Cut to the next race. Cole gets into a horrible accident on the track that puts both he and Rowdy in the hospital. Yeah. And it's here where we meet uh, Dr. Nicole Kidman, who, um, in the tradition of movies we cover on this show, probably does things that a doctor shouldn't do. Oh, my God. Yes. Every fucking movie, Nathan. This was, a, this was definitely a monkey bone type situation. <laughs> uh, Cole is being treated for a concussion. Um, but he's What's that? Blindness. Yeah, blindness. Oh, they should have had a scene like an Anchorman 2 where he's just like flailing around the room. (laughs) I brushed my teeth with a lobster. (laughs) But yeah, he's uh, he's got a concussion and and temporary blindness, as Jerrica said. For some reason, Nicole Kidman is just like in the same room as Harry and like telling him what's going on. And then he tells Cruz on the microphone. Which I thought was that was kind of an unnecessary chain of uh, communication, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, agreed. I was like, she could probably just be relaying yeah. the information to Tom. Yeah. I don't understand a word she's saying with that thick Australian accent of hers. 
Crocky, Cal, you got your dingle to do all the the grungy bong. I would have loved if that was her accent the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) Didgeridoo! Look what your didgeridoo do. (laughs) Oh, BMX bandits coming soon. So an awkward moment comes up next and it's a mm. it's um it's an unfortunate moment for for Dr. Nicole Kidman because Cole is like, "Oh, I get it, guys. I'm in a I'm in a hospital, but and this is a totally real doctor, just like the state trooper earlier, right?" And Robert Duvall's like, "Uh uh no, no, no. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm just going to take her hand and put it on my dick." As one does. Yeah. And then, and then, what was the line here, Jerrica, that you said? I think she said it's an interesting specimen, but it's just not my specialty. <laughs> Which I felt was code that she was a lesbian. I mean, really, when you think about it. <laughs> that would have been a great twist. And then Tom Cruise doesn't get nothing. Yeah. No, but she leaves the room and, wow. Uh, um, Gales of laughter erupt from everybody else in the room. They yeah. all- they all just watched him sexually assault the doctor and think it's the funniest fucking thing that's happened. <laughs> I mean, they could have stepped in and been like, been more aggressive with telling him that it's a real doctor. Yeah. Um, from her like point. Harry was kind of like, no, like she, she's a doctor. She's a doctor. Mm-hmm. But he literally could have just been like, God damn it. Cole. Don't put her hand on your dick. <laughs> Guys, if you go to the hospital, and you, you're kind of hesitant about the doctor. You think it might be like a prostitute or something. Um, Err on the side so, of caution. Unless uh, unless Tony Scott is directing it and Robert Duvall is in the room, then, you know, feel free. Then I guess you could do it in 1990. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and totally not get sued or anything. <laughs> so after Tom Cruise commits sexual assault on a doctor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we have a hospital hallway race. I fucking hated this scene. <laughs> I, I don't understand how it happened. Like I they had, hated it, but I loved it, but I they, hated it. They they ran into each other on the on the way to their well, their meetings with their respective doctors, and uh, of course, uh, you know, the, because they have a rivalry, it can't uh, they can't just be like uh, avoiding each other. No, no, they have to race their wheelchairs like children in, yeah, in a hospital. Tom says like I don't want to be by him. Speed up. So he speeds up on his own. And then Michael Rooker's like, oh, well, no, fuck that. I got to be as fast in my wheelchair as he is. And, like, they're literally, like, they could have taken out so many patients. Like, this is not, like, just, like, a casual thing. Like, they're banging into walls. Like, like It's the sort of thing that gets you kicked out of hospitals. Yeah, I'm also surprised that the people that were, like, behind the wheelchairs weren't like uh yeah no not a chance <laughs> like they they were like whoa i can't control it anymore <laughs> just pull them back and jam the brakes on <laughs> right it's yeah. not that hard yeah. but after this nonsense uh nicole kidman is like you know i recommend you don't race again for a while and come back for reevaluation a couple weeks and we meet uh as soon as she leaves the room we meet big john i'm assuming his last name is nascar um, he's sitting with his back turned the whole time and then turns around to say a couple racist things. <laughs> well, it's Fred Thompson. What do you expect? It's true. <laughs> well, plus there was like, you know, the smidge of misogyny of like, 
I'm like, I'm, we're going to go talk to your boss, female doctor. Oh, my God, yeah. He's like, he's he's a Karen. And she's like, mm, well, I've actually already spoken to my boss, and he agrees with me, so you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm actually a trained doctor, so um, who are you again? Oh, I own NASCAR, and I'm quite racist. <laughs> oh, please, please leave. <laughs> Um, and, and he gave, just, like, I didn't, I'm going to be frank, that Japanese inspection thing, I don't get how it applied to this movie. I, I don't really, I don't even remember, like, exactly what he said, but I just remember he used the shorthand uh, racist well, term for Japanese. What he said was, the Japanese inspection was that uh, if they, if they didn't want to let uh, certain produce into their port, say, like, lettuce, right? But uh, they had no reason for denying the inspection. Uh, they would just set it on the dock until they felt they were good and ready to inspect that particular company's cargo. Um, all but the while, it's it. rotting is away. Tom, is Tom Cruise the rotting lettuce? No, what do you? That, that is, that's actually that's exactly <laughs> it. Tom Cruise and Michael Roker in this situation are the lettuce because he's essentially saying to them, "Look, if you don't stop." Uh, with your fighting um, and you're trying to kill each other on the track and in hospital hallways, um, <laughs> I am just going to put your um, review for racing on hold indefinitely until you're both too broken and old to race. Yeah. You said it in a much more eloquent way than he did. <laughs> Swell. You he, know. Does, he does say, you ain't going to be a speck on my raceway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then immediately after they're told like, oh, I don't think you guys should be driving. They're they like, said, you, have, you, have the keys, either... you got to drive yourself to the fucking dinner. Or you can join the army or go to jail. <laughs> well, that's the American ninja way of life. Right. <laughs> um, but they but of course, guys, do they share a car? Of course no. not. They, they have another fucking race on the beach. They have a fucking race in the streets where there are other people. With ra- <laughs> with rent-a-cars that they absolutely destroy. And endanger so many lives. Eh, it was a Simpson Bruckheimer movie. No, it wasn't in any real danger. <laughs> I mean, PG-13. I mean, I mean, realistically, if two people were having this kind of race, people, <laughs> people would be getting killed. Yes, people yeah, would be yes. dead. Especially considering both of those men have brain injuries. We know that. We just discussed it. If one of them actually has temporary blindness that could come back because he hasn't been cleared of his concussion. But they so. do arrive to the dinner a bit late, but everything's okay. They have their dinner, blah, 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 blah. They're then... Now. Yeah, then Tom Cruise takes a step into Creepsville a little yes. more <laughs> because he's contacted someone to be like, hey, can you get the address for that doctor? Oh. So that I can send her a million fucking balloons? And a remember, stuffed kangaroo. <laughs> remember when we uh, remember we watched movies back in the day and stuff like this? Be like, oh, that's adorable. It seems, uh, I think you were right when you said that their romance was a bit creepy. Right, it's a little, it's, it's, it. It goes for most romances in the in movies at this time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, no and then, doubt. you know, most of the 90s, pretty much well throughout almost all of the 2000s. I think I've said in another podcast that if your movie is older than 2014, chances are the romance is a little dodgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, can we talk um, about while you were sleeping? <laughs> no. <laughs> God, no, we cannot. 
<laughs> now I'm now I'm curious. Now that you mentioned that, I've never seen it. I'm sure it's oh, problematic as fuck. It's quite problematic, actually. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, but no, we get to meet Carrie Elwes without his accent. What the hell is that? I didn't notice because he barely talked in the movie. Uh, I noticed because he didn't have an accent, and it, it's always off-putting to me because his accent is delightful. Well, what I noted is that Carrie Elwes comes in as replacement Tom Cruise, and weirdly in this movie, he's not saving a princess or chained by his ankle in a room. No. This is just Carrie Elwes au naturel. Without or, the accent. you know, trying to be killed by Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so after, so Cole's busy trying to get the, uh, talking to Dr. Nicole Kidman, wearing her down so we can get a date. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Carrie always comes up and he's like, yeah, I'll be driving for you. It's a real honor to drive for you. And Cruz is like, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. I'm trying to be a creep. Can you do this some other time? And, <laughs> and at this point, at this point, when, when Tom and Nicole start hanging out, I, my question is, what do you think the budget was for the Apple boxes? That's, I well, it, think it's sweet that she's so much taller than he is. And she actually even asks how tall he is, and I was like, I bet he gets that asked a lot by the girls. But I thought, I thought that he, in a lot of these scenes, they tried to make us believe that they were the same height. Oh yes, definitely. The scene, yeah. uh, so they do like a medical examination, and of course he like sexually assaults her again when he like forces her to kiss him. Yep. <laughs> but then. Right afterwards, she kisses him and, like, shoves him up against the wall. I think in that scene, it was pretty noticeable that she's, like, a head taller than he is. Yeah, there's there's one scene, too, while, when they're walking together where I noticed it. But, like, any time where they're just, like, kind of stationary, I was like, oh, he's standing on an Apple box. <laughs> yeah. Or or she's doing, like, that, that WWE interviewer thing where they stretch their legs out so that they seem t- shorter. <laughs> And the talent. <laughs> so I got her like standing like like more than shoulder width apart. Yeah. They do that like forced perspective from Lord of yeah. the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say future war, but there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, so they go. They, yeah, she she examines him. I, yeah, I guess this is like the next scene because, yeah, she's examining him. And then he like. He's examining her. <laughs> she's his doctor. Yep. I mean, he, I mean, yes, he does. Uh, he is definitely the aggressor, uh, AKA the sexual assaulter, um, by just forcefully kissing her as she gets to her feet. And then they start making out and having sex. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly she loved it. (laughs) It's, it's here where we find out that, um, uh, victory lane, uh, is now code for her vagina. Oh yeah, he's, doesn't this? Okay, this also reminded me of Top Gun because he demonstrated he demonstrates like drafting uh, with two packs of Sweet and Low on her like in her thigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the same thing on in both movies. I wonder if that was in his rider. That's a possibility. <laughs> Ride her. Very eh? good. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. 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 Should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> and Cole makes these weird like these weird comments where he's like, yeah. I like having control. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Where, what? I don't like this. And she kind of flips her uh, flips her whole opinion on that a little bit later, though, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do notice here that uh, they meet up with uh, Rowdy and his wife. Mm-hmm. Well, I said that as if Cruz and Kidman were married in the movie, but they're not. But Rowdy and his but wife. They kind of are acting like it. They're like immediately <laughs> like 
we're just going on a couple's date with our friends. Yeah. Yeah. We've had one date and one uh, checkup where we had sex after. I guess we're together now. <laughs> but um, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but Rowdy's wife totally called called Tom Cruise by his real first name. Oh, she I calls him Tom a I thousand percent. Yeah. I love it's it. it's very quick like it's very like it's almost quiet but she's like hey tom and i'm like wait what <laughs> uh but they go out boating and rowdy starts to feel seasick we know what that means he's not yes. recovered no means he's dying he's dying he's going blind ray <laughs> um <laughs> And he's ordered back to uh, to do the physical exam. And during the physical exam, he passes out and says, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and then Clearly. in reaction to his passing out, Tom Cruise pukes. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> um, Maybe he's a sympathetic vomiter. <laughs> that's probably right. So Cole goes back in the race and his engine blows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Carrie always ends up winning the race, but then Cole just fucking slams into him after the race is done. Yes. Yeah. Which would that not get him banned? Well, it gets him fired, but I mean, he comes back later. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets fired from the, uh, the race team, not from NASCAR. Yeah. So he, he's not hired by NASCAR. He's hired by, uh, uh Randy Quaid. Right, but I would think that NASCAR would be like, uh, yeah, he's not coming back. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. If he's fired and he's not on a team, you know, if they don't issue the sanctions and stuff like that against him, then, uh, you know, um, he, he would still be able to come back. There's a lot of tension here, guys, between uh, Harry and Robert Duvall and Randy Quaid. There we go. <laughs> uh, because he's, he's accusing Randy Quaid of taking more of an interest in Carriola's as his new guy, kind of leaving Tom Cruise in the dust. Mm-hmm. So we do get a We do get a scene here uh, with uh, where uh, Tom Cruise is taking uh, Dr. Nicole Kidman uh, to, look, to the airport mm-hmm. or the hotel or something. And he gets kind of he gets bumped by a taxi. And he gets, then oh, has, no, he, he just gets honked at. No, the, the taxi bumps him. No, he bumps the cab. The cab honks at him, and he backs up into it. Oh. Yeah. Like, he's a psycho. <laughs> he yeah, because he, he goes on full-on PTSD and, and, like, starts to try to race the cab. With um, Nicole Kidman in the passenger seat. <laughs> screaming <laughs> to be let out and, like, and, trying and, to open the doors. Yes. I was like, she was going to jump out of that car while it was going that fast. Mm-hmm. And then she curses him because um, she makes him, I'm sorry, he makes her sound like a doctor. Now, I'm saying if you're going to dedicate, you know, eight, ten years of your life to becoming a doctor, chances are you probably like sounding like a doctor. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. because because she said you're making me sound like a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's because she's like, she just wants to relax and he's making her have to be all like, you shouldn't be doing any of this shit, you stupid man. <laughs> Yes, stupid man child. Infantile. Um, infantile egomaniac. I yeah. do have in my notes somewhere, men are idiots. <laughs> you're I not did, wrong. I did write that down at one point. I'm, uh, you're not going to get any debate uh, from me <laughs> on that one. Yeah, she calls him Yeah, she calls him infantile egomaniac. And she's basically like, you and Rowdy are the same person. You're in denial. And it's eventually going to kill you both, you fucking morons. And then she walks off. 
because Rowdy is all like, I'm not sick. And Tom Cruise is like, I don't want to tell Rowdy to go back to the hospital because I don't want to confront what could possibly happen to me. It's very intricate. At one point, Rowdy says, like, if anybody had tested me but a damn woman doctor, I'd be back oh. on that track. Yeah, he does say that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I ain't going to let some lady tell me what to do. Why do you think my wife is in the other room with a padlock on the door? And, like, all their children. <laughs> um, This is the pool table chat scene where um, Tom Cruise... I don't know. I yeah. think he's going to beat him up with a baseball bat if he doesn't go get a concussion test. Like He's like, I'm going to make your concussion worse unless you go to the hospital. Yeah. And violence is the only thing I guess Rowdy understands. So he's like, okay. <laughs> and he finally goes. And he's basically, uh, Cole finds out that uh, Rowdy ain't going to race no more. Nope. No, he's, but he's he done. someone to drive his car in Daytona. Yep. And Cole is like, I'll do it, but he doesn't look happy about it. But he's gonna <laughs> do it, damn it. Well, because he's got to now he's got to talk uh, Harry into being his pit man. Yeah. So he I thought it was Harry. I thought it was cool that when he goes to see Harry, that Harry's got his his alcohol um, on like a, a little turntable thing on his uh, on his uh, you know his table there. Um, I was like, man, they could sell the lazy boozing. And make a mint, and they wouldn't even have to go to Daytona. Lazy boozing. Just Trade call it a yeah, lazy boozing. It's the it's the turntable for your liquor. Quick, Nathan, say all rights reserved. All rights reserved. Patent pending. <laughs> oh, thank God, he <laughs> saved it. So yeah, in this visit, um, I didn't really get a lot of what was going on here. Um, may, I guess maybe because I stopped caring. I don't know. But like, uh, Cole is talking to Harry about the uh, the race, basically the 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 race where the guy died under his mm. watch and i don't really understand what he gets him to kind of confess to here i didn't either okay thank you nathan <laughs> any thoughts they are talking about like carbon monoxide poisoning but then robert duvall said that he was talking right before he crashed so like he couldn't have been unconscious because he was on the radio Yes, because he they were saying he was saying that um, he was speaking normally. He didn't pass out. He was talking right up until the crash. Um, so there's no way that he could have had carbon monoxide poisoning because that would have meant that he would have passed out uh, in the car. That like sounds I, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I think that we are supposed to believe Robert Duvall, but there's just a p- part of me that is like, no, he probably killed this person. <laughs> I it, it just reminds me of like the like the Vince McMahon defense of Chris Benoit not defense but when he was like how can a man with that much brain damage uh, schedule flights for himself yeah it's like uh probably exactly the same thing <laughs> well just the just the fact that when he was like well I don't think he was uh he he wasn't uh, loopy or whatever he was still talking to me he was yabbering on like ever. Yes. How can a man do that if he's all fucked up in the head? <laughs> I don't think it was that he'd be he would be fucked up in the head. Is that he would have passed out? Like yeah, yeah, he yeah. Would not have been talking at the end of it. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Robert Duvall is suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag arrest Duvall. Hashtag buddy didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So they get this whole like tense uh, uh, tete-a-tete. And uh, Cole kind of blames him for the death of Buddy. 
Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I guess they kind of come to an understanding that he's going to race Rowdy's car and everything's good. But then he looks down and I think the car is leaking mellow yellow. Uh, well, it's I they weren't super clear on it at first because, I mean, it could have been coolant. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm I sure like, it was. I just thought it was. Funny no, it, it was motor oil because they do explain it later. Um, but I get, I get where you're, cause they, he, Mellow Yellow was a sponsor. So it would make sense that the Mellow Yellow car runs on Mellow Yellow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, uh, um, anything funny. this car can do, this car can do better. Is that the Mellow Yellow thing? I don't no. know. No, no. All right. Well, it should be so that my joke works. Um, so at this point, yeah, the Daytona 500, it's the day of the big race. And literally, my notes here say the race has begun and then it ends. So if anybody wants to chip in here, go right ahead. I have. He's going high. He's going low. Son of a bitch. I didn't notice that um, uh, that Carrie Ellis was apparently. It looked like he was dating alternate universe Annie Lennox because uh, she had uh, dyed black hair instead of bright bleach white hair. Um, they beat. Oh, at one point. Uh, he does have to beat the pace car out of the pit in order to maintain his position. Um, uh, because if he had got stuck behind the, the pace car, he would have been down an entire lap and uh, would have been out of the race. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty important uh, uh, part. And then he does, he, like you guys said, he does start drafting behind um, uh, Carrie Elvis's car um, and, then in, and then wins the race. Uh, which then say he at one point yells they're going to victory lane. Uh, does that mean he is um, going to be driving into Nicole Kidman's vagina? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. And then the race ends. Tom Cruise wins. Yes. He and Harry have a heart to heart. The ending shot for this yes. movie is I, like, Oh my god. It is, that, it is, I a, that is a stereotype. That is a stereotype cliche. It's fucking terrible that that's the last shot of this film. I think it's terrible because if they were, if they won Daytona they should have at least showed him at the winner circle with like you know the Daytona like the cup and then you know the celebrating and that's yeah. your freeze frame. Not them on a foot race to get to the yeah, celebration of Tom, Cruise, of Tom Cruise losing to Robert Duvall is the goddamn freeze frame ending of this movie. And I know, and I know we do this, we, we harbor on this bit a lot, Nathan, but that was the least believable part of this movie is that Tom Cruise would lose a foot race to Robert Duvall. Ah, well, he's taller than him. So he got that. He's have got you, a little more reach. <laughs> as I say, have you seen Tom Cruise run <laughs> in every movie he's ever been in? Yeah. I'm pretty sure even in like Lions for Lambs, where he literally sits in an office the entire movie, there's probably a foot footage of him jogging at some point. <laughs> yeah, I just like I could not believe the cheese factor that that was like a freeze frame. Like, oh my god, so good. Story by Tom Cruise. Story by Tom Cruise. He's like, I'm running, damn it! I don't care if it's about race car driving. <laughs> and that's how this um this thing ends. Yep. Tom Cruise wins. Uh, with Rowdy's car, assuming, loses uh, to Robert Duvall. Loses to Robert Duvall in a foot race. Gets to bang Nicole Kidman. IRL, they marry and have a happy marriage, and everything's still good, and everyone's happy. Oh no. Oh, uh, what? No. 
Well, well at least, well, I mean, at least it's going to work out with Katie Holmes. I think that's who's going to. Oh, no. Be, uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. But what about that uh, uh, Penelope Cruz girl? I mean, yeah. That's right, they got the same last good. name and no, everything. Uh, now they, uh, she's married to someone else now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, he'll find his. He'll find Did his you know that Tom Cruise lo- leaves all of his wives when they turn 33? Wow. <laughs> He's been married three times, and he left. They were all 33 when when they got divorced. Um, I mean, it's sort of Scientology reasoning behind that. <laughs> it's it's no different than uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, dating, Only dating under, under 25 yeah <laughs> every <I'll>... single one <laughs> yeah. and some of them he's known since they were 12 years old which is a little bit creepy but anyway uh that was the movie before we that's get into our spin-off podcast yeah that's our the creep cast our... who are they creeping now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um just a couple notes i wanted to uh mention about the movie before we go into our final uh uh, recommendations i guess um the production of this movie began without a finished script scenes were often <laughs> scenes were often written the day of filming during one driving sequence tom cruise uh actually had to read his lines off cue cards attached to his windshield which resulted in a minor car accident oh my god for subsequent uh, scenes where he needed to have that happen. Cruz was fitted with a special earpiece to have his lines fed to him. I was much say, like, don't NASCAR drivers wear earpieces anyway? Yep. Yeah. Just <laughs> Marlon. They have Brando. just fed them through that one. Just, just Marlon Brando that shit. Don't give him cue cards. <laughs> um, this is the one that I like. Nicole Kidman said she wanted to study neurosurgery at least a little bit so that she wouldn't sound like an idiot when she was saying some of the terms. And the producers are like, it's a waste of time. <laughs> Screw your Uta Hagen. No I will say, your... as someone who watches a lot of ASMR, the cranial nerve examination that she did—that was pretty. That seemed pretty accurate. Oh, there you go. I mean, Nicole Kidman is a great actor. I think she really. Uh, I think you can kind of see the beginnings of that here. She's she's pretty good. Um, yeah. One of the she producers... does she does like well with the little that she's given. Yeah, exactly. You can you can <laughs> sense that there's more that she's capable of here. Um, one of the producers, Don Simpson, was excited to be cast as a rival race car driver named Aldo, and apparently he worked really hard in the role. The problem was he had no acting ability and his scenes were awful, so a plan to have him as a major supporting character was nixed, and he ended up only having one very brief scene. Uh, apparently there's speculation that Tony Scott shot the scenes with Don Simpson really badly on purpose so that they would have to, so that they would have to delete them from the movie. Oh, I guess Tony Scott did not like Don Simpson. Um, the last thing is I want to note all the people that turned down the role that Nicole Kidman eventually was uh, given. So you ready? This is is a laundry list. Okay. I'm interested. Okay. Kim Basinger. Okay. Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think she would have been good in this. <laughs> Jodie Foster. Uh, I definitely don't think she would have been good in this. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. She would not have been good in this. Heather Locklear. Would not have been good in this. Madonna. <laughs> oh, you're just saying it to say it now, Jerrica. Knock it off. <laughs> No, I don't. I can't see those people in this role, but Madonna. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's one I think that might work. Michelle Pfeiffer. 
I could see Michelle Pfeiffer as a doctor, yeah. Molly Ringwald. I think she would still have looked pretty young at this point. Yeah, she would have been like 25, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh Julia Roberts. Like, this is, like, kind of a Julia Roberts role. I can see that. I've got about four more of these. Meg Ryan. Well. She, like, the same... I don't know. In, for some reason, she's older than Tom Cruise in my head. Uh, I think she might be around the same age. And the plus, last... Plus, she's got that Quaid connection. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brooke Shields. Okay. Ali Sheedy. Uh, yeah, I like Ali Sheedy. And last but not least, I think this is my favorite one. Sharon Stone. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she would have been far too aggressive. Well, <laughs> that sex scene would have been a whole different ballgame. This movie would have been rated R, I feel like. <laughs> Just More slowly. eyes wide shut than anything else. <laughs> I do think it's funny that they're together, like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were together in this and Eyes Wide Shut, two completely different movies. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so like, that was. I, I like a lot of people on that list. Like, I'm not saying that those people can't yeah. act, obviously. Like, I just, I don't know. Like. No, I, I, Jerica, and I know that, you know, I know that you know um, that you think Madonna is one of the greatest thespians of our generation. I'm not saying that you don't think that. But <laughs> okay, I'm not going to defend Madonna, but League of Our Own is a great movie. I mean, she's fine. More of an ensemble cast when you get right <laughs> down to it. Yeah, but I mean, everyone does their part. It's a solid film. Yeah. But no, That's like, what I, I, I mean. like those people, but like I couldn't. A lot of them I couldn't see as doctors, whereas I can see Nicole Kidman as a doctor. <laughs> I do want to see Madonna play a doctor in a movie. <laughs> like with the just like. Oh my god. I'm just picturing her like literally like I'm sure that they would have given her an appropriate costume, but I'm picturing her coming in in like the lace gloves and like the bleached hair and like the roots and just like oh that gosh. New York accent. She could have done a cover of Weird Al's like a surgeon. Oh shit. That would be that that's incredibly meta, right? <laughs> um but there you go. Days of Thunder. I can't imagine Jodie Foster in this movie. I don't I I need you not to do that race. Like she's like not the right fit. Quit quit pro quo Cole. Cole. Quit pro quo. <laughs> I, I heard the lambs last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been a little intense. Um Jericho, what do you think? Days of Thunder. Recommend? Honestly, that's a tough one actually. It's not as interesting as I would want a Tom Cruise race car movie to be. <laughs> but I am a big fan of Tom Cruise. Yeah, same. Oh. So you're on the fence? I'm on the fence. I would say I would lean towards yes. If you haven't seen it and you like Tom Cruise, you should probably watch it. Okay. Nathan? Eh, I mean, it's kind of forgettable. Um I might be a little desensitized having seen it uh, about a million times on TBS in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say pass, but that's probably only because, you know, I've seen it so many times. I don't feel there's a whole lot of things of note to watch. If you want a better uh, race car movie, uh, watch Driven with Sylvester Stallone and Till Schwager. 
<laughs> that movie is ridiculous. I thought you were going to suggest a serious racing film like Rush. <laughs> Which, yes, I know uh, is not NASCAR. It's Formula One. Please, nobody write me. But no, neither is Driven. Driven's Formula One as well. I thought you were going to say like Ford v. Ferrari or something. Well, I mean, there's that too, but I don't think... I mean, Driven has a lot of the same... Oh, like shade and story tropes and stuff. So if you're looking for a movie that's like Days of Thunder, but I feel genuinely more entertaining. Yeah, it's driven. Definitely more ridiculous, too. Yeah. And and I mean, Stallone. So coming soon. (laughs) Tilchwager. Yeah, but mostly Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. This is kind of a hard one, too. I, I think it's like it's fine. Like, it's not actively awful. Um, It's just very, like, you know, whatever you think it is. Well, I guess, I mean, maybe not all the time, because Jerrica said there were things that surprised her. But um, whatever you kind of have an idea of what this is, that's probably what it is. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Like, I thought this movie was going to be, like, Michael Rooker dies. Oh, okay. Tom Cruise goes blind and (laughs) and then can't drive, but, like, I knew he would regain his sight eventually, but I thought that the movie would mostly be him, like, passing the mantle to Carrie Elwes. That sounds like a race car driver version of, like, Born on the Fourth of July. (laughs) (laughs) Big erect penis, Mom! So, like, that is, yeah, so it's not what I thought it was going to be. Okay, well, there you go. We're all kind of, uh... We're all pretty eh. bad. Yeah, we're all pretty eh, across the board, but it's not. Uh, it, it's it's no postal. Um, oh, it's considerably better than postal. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're gonna take a break and we will be right back. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? Is brought to you by Hostgator. Hostgator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust Hostgator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. Oh, man, I've been stuck on this dungeon for, like, uh, two weeks now. I wish I knew how to get past this stuff. Oh, there, little youngster. I think I can help you out. Whoa, Jimmy Stewart. Well, that's right. <sighs> Just, Mr. Stewart, I've been stuck on this dungeon for two weeks now. Do you know where I could get some help with it? Well, listen, if Jimmy Stewart knows one thing, it's video gaming. You were Nintendo World Champ three years straight. That's right. You know how I did that? How? Well, for the good folks at GameItAll.com. Wow, they sound keen, Mr. Stewart. It's your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. Do they know about up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, start? I think I just had a stroke. That's GameItAll.com, giving Jimmy Stewart a stroke since 2020. What were they thinking? And we're back. Yes, we're back. We are Mm. back. Welcome. Nathan, what are we about to do right now? Uh, Well, we are about to put on our best NPR voices, and we are going to present to you the low haiku. Ooh, and what is the low haiku? 
the low haiku is 17, again, 17 perfect syllables to discuss or represent the movie we just uh, spent the last hour and some change talking about. We do need to stress the 17 after last week's debacle. Debacle, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jericho, would you like to begin? Sure would. Top Gun with NASCAR. Wheelchair racing. So silly. Love, Nicole Kidman. Thank you. Thank you. Very good, very good, very good. Okay, I got mine here. Vroom, 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 vroom. Not bad overall. Thank you. NASCAR turning left. Most of their fans vote the right. Is that ironic? Even more ironic than rain on your wedding day. It's not ironic. And I know that's why it's even more ironic. Da 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 da. You're loving it. I'm out of here. Okay, see ya. Finish the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about this movie, guys. We discussed it. We broke it down. But what do we always say, Nathan? Well, Brandon, we always say. That's right. Don't take our word for it. Um, well, there's kind of a disparity here on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we have the critics, about 38% of the critics liked this movie, mm-hmm. but it's fresh as far as the audience goes. I mean, just barely. But 60% of the audience liked this enough to give it a positive review. Yeah. Um, our first one here from the critics is from Dave, Dave Kerr, or Dave Care, Dave Cares of the Chicago Tribune. And he says, this is the kind of monstrously overgrown commercial movie that depends entirely on the microscopic pleasures of having one's most routine expectations fulfilled. I love that review. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great way to break it down. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see who I got here. Um, this is from Terrence Rafferty mm-hmm. uh, of The New Yorker. So, absolutely the um, target demographic for a NASCAR movie. Of course. Like the previous Simpson Bruckheimer pictures, it's designed to give audiences an overdose of the thrill of victory. It wants us to jump out of our seats, pumping our fists in the air and roaring for the hero to pulverize his opponents. Is that a positive or a negative? It's a, it's a negative review. It does go on. Um, I'm assuming because okay. uh, it's a negative review that he says it doesn't do any of that and uh, you suck wicked head. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> it's the New Yorker, but apparently it's it's published in Boston. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're they're it's it's no it's a known fact that New York and Boston are the best of friends. <laughs> um. I have a review that I think was inspired by your haiku. So this is uh, from Marianne Johansson of Flick Philosopher. Cars. Cars, 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 cars. Vroom. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Crash. Tom and Nicole have sex. Cars, cars, vroom, vroom, crash, vroom. (laughs) Is that the script? 
<laughs> Story by Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, it's a, uh, that, and, uh, that's a negative review, just in case anyone was <laughs> I would love if it was a positive review. And that's why I loved Days of Thunder. <laughs> um, you could almost, by the way, post that same review for Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> um, Carrie Ricky, two first names, so watch out. Ricky Bobby. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer uh, says, not only does Days of Thunder disappoint on the basic narrative level, it is also a peculiarly thrillless action movie. Shot from the driver's point of view, the race sequences lose their novelty as swiftly as a video game. I actually think the race sequences are probably the best part of this movie. Yeah, uh, because they condense them to make them watchable. Uh, yeah. Patty and I were watching it. At one point, uh, the guy uh, on in the grandstands like, we're halfway through and only 200 <laughs> claps to go. And I was like, Christ, that would kill me. Just kill me if I had to watch that real time. I think that's why I think that's why Ford v Ferrari surprised me so much because the race sequences are actually pretty long in that movie, but yeah. they they managed to keep them interesting like the whole way through. Yeah. I do recommend that movie if anyone's not seen it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that was massive. Solid. Um, um, I got one here uh, from Gene Siskel. Ooh, he, oh. he, he wrote, uh, Good writing by Robert Town and a host of strong supporting performances complement the on-track visuals of director Tony Scott in giving us a sense of the leap of faith that is required by drivers at this level. Three out of four. Yeah, okay. Thumbs One thumb up from Gene Siskel. I have one from a gentleman named Simon D that just made me laugh because he said that it is Seabiscuit with cars. <laughs> that's that's one of the critics reviews. Uh, it's one of the audience reviews. Oh, you scoundrel. Getting ahead of us here. Seabiscuit <laughs> uh, with cars. Yeah, I can dig it. Uh, it'd been great at the. Oh wait, I was just gonna say if the, it would be great if the car talked, and I was I remembered that Seabiscuit didn't talk. <laughs> you say, so your your argument is that Days of Thunder would be better if it was Night Rider crossover. Yeah. That was what Tom Cruise was trying to slip in there. That was the story by credit because. <laughs> yeah. That's why he didn't get full writing credit. Um. All right, my last critics one here just says uh, it's from David Starrett of the Christian Science Monitor. He says, Days of Thunder wants to be an action drama, but it's really just a star vehicle of the most rudimentary sort, but nothing to offer crews except a chance to look pretty and chant time-tested punchlines. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> um, well, um, uh, late great friend of the podcast, uh, Ken Hankey from the Mountain Express. Oh, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, gave this movie a zero out of five, and his <laughs> review is just absolute rubbish. Yeah, Mountain Express, taking it. I actually like this critic's review because it's a bit surprising. So it's uh, from Brian Costello of Common Sense Media. And it says, 90s race car blockbuster has sexism and profanity. <laughs> and it's a it's a fresh review. <laughs> it's because the, I believe the Common Sense Reader is like a um, right-wing uh, focus on the family type uh, publication. I'm just surprised it's positive. <laughs> After those comments. Uh, all right, let's get into the audience here. Um, 
I've got kind of a longer one here to start us off, but it's a pretty good one. And it's from someone that, Nathan, you might know, or I, you and I might know. It goes by Marcus B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he gives it four stars. <clears throat> NASCAR wasn't something that interested me. But after watching this movie, I've learned a lot more about NASCAR. I've learned about structures of the teams. Basically, it's like a normal job. Boss hires a coach and a driver and also mechanics who try to win races and make them money. Also, I didn't know it's that dangerous and that they actually try to hit each other when racing. I watched YouTube videos and it does actually happen in real life. Tom Cruise is great here and Nicole Kidman as well. Humor is nice. Love the scene with cops. LOL. This movie allows you to see the life of a racer. Interesting moment from the movie is when Cole, Tom Cruise, said that he's more afraid of becoming no one rather than becoming a cripple. Apparently, for some people, being a cripple is not such a bad thing as opposed to being no one. Basically, they're ready to take the risks and won't regret it. <laughs> That's his review. It's anything about being a vegan or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Um, I got a, a more, uh, I, guess, I guess, a shorter one uh, mm-hmm. by Lee P., uh, gave two stars, and uh, he was thinking the same thing that we were. Uh, top Gun in a race car never gets, uh, never sets a good pace and runs out of gas. I added the rim shot, but yeah, two stars. Nice. So this one is from Kit T, and I think it must be in reference to the final scene because all the <laughs> review says is Robert Duvall looks fast. <laughs> I jotted that one down too. <laughs> that three, and a, three and a half stars out of five. Yeah, Kit T. Um, okay, Ramona S gives this movie a full five star rating, and she says, all capitals by the way, love this movie. Saw at walk in in Washington State in June 1990 when my 23 year old daughter was only three three weeks old. Dot 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 dot. She slept through the whole thing. LMAO. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rodrigo T. Uh, four stars. It's Top Gun in a racetrack, but without the tacky sugary romance. Cruz pleases the viewer by saying that he understands nothing about cars and wisely brings audience who might find the sport boring to watch on TV with Tony Scott directing fast-paced and exciting scenes. It also gets points for the great father and son interaction Cruz and Duvall present in the film. <laughs> yeah. The characters are so well defined. <laughs> I mean, honestly, after I finished watching this movie twice, I thought to myself, did I ever hear Nicole Kidman's first name in this film? <laughs> well, no. she, she's a girl in a movie made in 1990, Jerrica. <laughs> Apparently it is Claire. I did. I don't yeah, I remember hearing Dr. Lewicki, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You got one for us? Ah, uh, yeah. So this is from Scott M. And it just makes me laugh because it's... Well, you'll see. A wafer-thin plot is peripheral to the footage of stock car racing that is almost deafening. Nicole Kidman plays a neurosurgeon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just... 
That just made me laugh. I just think it's funny. That seems like such an afterthought. Exactly. <laughs> two out of five stars. Uh, okay. Um, I've got one more here from Stephen W. Uh, he says uh, it's a five star review. Very good movie. Happy face, happy face, happy face, happy face. 2-24-2015 at 1.35 a.m. on Tuesday night. Okay. Just wanted to timestamp that for you. Yeah, so that, that way he had an alibi. That's for what, whatever, whatever serial killer thing he did after Holy he wrote that. Holy shit. Holy shit. Do you think? <laughs> that would That's be the insane. Only explanation. That would be insane. Let's track his IP. Let's see who it is. Uh, I got one here. It's a five-star one, and I got a bit of a conspiracy to go along with it uh, that I'm writing up on my own head right now. Okay. It's from oh, Tom so... F. Oh. And Tom F. Uh, writes, my favorite movie of all time. Yes, very biased on this one. Now, if you'll take a look at your keyboard, you'll notice that the F is located right above the C. So this could actually just be a typo, and that was really from Tom C. Or... Tom Cruise. <gasps> Tom Cruise. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's this evil twin with a different last name. <laughs> oh shit! So Tom Cruise is like posting reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I hope so. Well, for his I, movies. <laughs> I w- I really hope there's like at least one celebrity out there that goes and like posts these glowing reviews of their own movies. <laughs> on Rotten That's Tomatoes. actually really funny though, because the last review that I have is also from a Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom G. <laughs> so this is from Tommy W. Okay. And the review is I'll give it three stars for the race in the hospital alone. Oh. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to see your rating system, sir. <laughs> um, okay, well, those are the reviews. That's what people are saying about Days of Thunder. Um so before we go any for any further here, uh, Nathan Montrose Monkington, would you would you, would you uh, come in and say a few words? Sure. Okay. okay. Hello, it's your good friend Montrose Monkington the third here. As always, delightful to see you, Jerrica. Still streaming, as it were. Oh, absolutely. Excellent. Good to hear. I I would like to invite you and and all of the listeners of uh, What Were They Thinking to my my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, You can also uh, be friends with me on Facebook and the group Montrose Monkington III Esquire and Friends. And also you can tweet at me on the Twitter uh, at Montrose III. That's the number three RD. Thank you. More later. Here's the keys, Montrose. Oh, I will get us revved up and burn those tires, baby. He's gonna he's gonna wind my tires down to like the bald spots. That's yeah, fantastic. He's, he's yeah. definitely driving Tom Cruise style, not yeah. Robert Duvall style. No, no, he doesn't realize that tires win races. Mm. Rubbing is racing. Mm. Well, he he knows that. <laughs> we have a spritz bottle just for that. <laughs> Well, next week, Nathan, uh, mm-hmm. summer flopbusters continue. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this is this is your pick coming up. So why it don't is. you uh, why don't you drop us a hint bomb? Okay. A little clue. All right. Uh, okay. a, a hint of what's to come. 
Absolutely, I'd be more than glad to. A, a little bit of a, a, a sort of a, a teaser of the the movie yep. that uh, we're going to be uh, possibly or most likely uh, talking about next week. Oh, we will be talking about it. A hint. It's on the schedule. A hint. Yep. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Elementary, my dear Lillard. <gasps> Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> well, <laughs> is Sherlock there a Holmes? Sherlock Holmes movie that stars Matthew Lillard? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jerica, we wouldn't all be talking right now. I'd be watching it. <laughs> well, there you have it. That's what's coming up next week. Uh, before we go any further, as well, I just want to say thank you once again to our extreme sports expert, Jerica. Thank you very much for having me. This was a good one. Uh, would you? Yeah, honestly, it's probably one of the easier ones we've all watched together. <laughs> yes, in terms of acting, like, like I do think that this is like streets ahead in terms of technical achievements compared to the other films that I have watched with you guys. Yeah, I know, I know, you're not talking about thrashing. <laughs> no, thrashing, thrashing is a near perfect film. Yeah. I think I think she's talking about a movie that uh, neither her nor I remember much of, and that's Rollerball. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're gonna say Tracers. <laughs> I remember more of Tracers for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why was he 35 anyway? <laughs> um, but yeah, do you uh, people uh, follow you on social media or anything like that? Got anything to talk about? Um, I mean, people are welcome to follow me on social media. I retweet a lot of funny stuff. I'm not much of an original content creator, but uh, come swing by, say hi. I'll talk movies on Twitter. And how can they follow you? At Jerrica Lane. <laughs> I'm sure Perfect. that you guys will tag me. You guys just click it and follow. Yeah, click and follow. And become a patron like me. Yeah, become a patron like Jerrica. Whoop whoop. Um, because you gave us something real juicy later in the year, or it might yeah. be early in the next year. I don't remember yet, but it's gonna be good. And I'm just gonna just gonna let that let that uh, sit for a moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so you can find us obviously on all the podcatchers. If you're listening right now, you know where to find us. You're listening, so obviously you found a podcatcher. We're on Podbean, www.ttpodcast.podbean.com, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, Stitcher, whatever, Spotify. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search What Were They Thinking? We also have a Facebook group, What Were They Thinking Interactive, where you can talk to talk to us, talk to each other, yell at us, tell us them we're wrong, tell us we're right. I don't care. Do whatever tell you want. Tell us we're right. Don't tell us we're wrong. <laughs> don't encourage don't. that. <laughs> uh, I, I welcome. I welcome it. Go ahead. Tell us that Days of Thunder is a better made movie than Ford v. Ferrari. <laughs> I think that's the that, that that's the litmus test. Eh? That's yep. that that's the only thing. Yep. I want evidence. <laughs> I think that's it. Oh, you can find us on Patreon, as Jerrica already mentioned. You can go to patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. Find us on T Public and Redbubble. Just search for the show and you'll find stuff. Uh I think that's it though. Yeah. So I mean, unless you uh unless you have any questions, Nathan. Uh I got a couple. Um, you know, I guess, you know, with, with a movie, um, whose 
plot point and you know all actually in characters uh, at least the broader parts of them were cribbed directly from top gun um and with uh, i mean given that the the director of top gun is the, the director of this and, and the star of top gun is actually the the star of this um and with the movie that was just all about uh you know the r- racing and 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 the, the the high drama between race teams and and everything not we didn't we forgot to mention that uh they stole the engine from Randy Quaid to win the race oh, because yeah. the car was leaking and he was perfectly fine with it so with all that just plot convenience just thrown at the screen on a movie that was shown at conservatively 10 million times on TBS in the 90s I just I really have to ask mm-hmm. what were they thinking Steven, is it? At eilfm.podbean.com.